Welcome. Welcome, my friends, to the Beggars and Brawlies podcast. This is episode 54, recorded Friday, the 2nd of September, 2022, as I sit in a beautiful campsite in Superior, Montana. And today, I realized something I wrote doesn't suck, and now I need your help. So, full disclosure, I always like the thing I'm writing at the moment the best. I don't know if this is like a protective mechanism as a writer to not make me feel like I'm failing because the thing I wrote before is better, or because I tend to be really done with something as soon as I type finish, and I think that's the reason that I have so much trouble with revision is that I am kind of done with something before I'm even done with it. Like, as soon as I get the story out, I kind of feel done. And so maybe I just always think the thing I'm writing on is the best because the rest is fully left my mind. When I was younger, I actually had a lot of trouble finishing creative projects that I would start. So an effect of this is that I tend not to have a very high opinion of my own books that I've written previously. You know, like right now, I'm almost done with book three of the Tidecaller Chronicles, and I have four books in the Empire of Resonance series, and I have that post-apocalyptic sci-fi novel. And honestly... It's hard for me to recommend the sci-fi novel. It's in a it's in a bundle right now, um, and I don't know how it got chosen. And <laughs> by Sifwa, uh, the Science Fiction Writers of America and Fantasy Writers of America, it's actually like a prestigious organization. No idea how they found me, <laughs> and I'm one of the four featured ones in the bundle that everybody gets if they pay the minimum, and then if you pay more, you get extra ones. And I'm sort of flabbergasted by that, being like. Why me? That book sucks. (laughs) And I think it doesn't actually suck, but I wrote it so long ago. It's been, you know, like six or seven years or something that this part of me that always likes the new book best and feels like it's the best I've done and the best I can do has a hard time believing the things I wrote before, even if they're not as good, are still good. So that's that's like the subjective reality, I think, of being creative versus the objective reality of what you make, or maybe how people experience what you make. But it makes recommending those previous books hard. And a lot of times I tend to focus on what I'm writing at the moment. And I even kind of get this syndrome where I'm at now in a series. I really thought Daughter of Flood and Fury was strong when I wrote it. That's book one in the Tidecaller Chronicles. And now that it's been a couple of years and I'm finishing book three, I start to get this feeling like the later books are so much better. And that first one, if they can just get through it, they'll see the magic and the beauty of the ones that I'm writing now. And I absolutely had that feeling with the Empire of Resonance series. I and I think objectively, the later books are better. I think even book two is like, I don't know, like 130 percent better than book one. And book three is the same. And book four, I uh, always really loved. I felt like it was it was great. And here's the funny thing. The book overall, or the series overall, has gotten good reviews. The box set has like 400 some reviews, and they're four and a half stars. Like that, I'm proud of that. That's good. But when you look at them individually, and when you look at the reviews for the box set, book four is not well loved. And I really feel like that's the strongest book. But um, it would be a little bit befuddling if you didn't read the reviews. It's very clear from the reviews what they're mad about is not the book itself, But the fact that uh, half of the main characters that were in books one through three are not there in book four. And in fact, in the beginning of book four, uh, one of them is like, hey, I just got back from doing a thing and it's really intense. I'm going to go do the thing again (laughs) and takes off. And that like ostensibly was kind of the main character of book one. And that's because I always intended to write a book five. 
I thought I would go George R. R. Martin style and uh, and split the characters in two like he did in the last two books that have come out of Game of Thrones. Excuse me, of Game of Thrones. And then, true to George R. R. Martin style, I <laughs> have taken many years to write book five. In fact, I never really thought that I was going to. I just felt creatively done with the project, mostly because of world building and some because of uh, my character design. The characters that I left out of book four were the ones that I wasn't excited to write. Or I should say wasn't as excited to write. Um, and again, this might be my perception versus yours as a reader. I hope you love all the characters if you've read that series. But book one was in the spiff bow and got some attention there. And then a publisher picked up the series and released the books individually and then wanted to do a box set. Um... And at that time, there was the last chapter in book four made it very clear that this is not over. And I was kind of like, okay, so if you're going to do that, what you need to do first is delete the last chapter <laughs> of book four. And if you do that, it just kind of is a happily ever after. And it's a very slapped on one. And those like missing characters don't appear. We don't get any kind of resolution from that at all. But you get resolution for book four. And if you're not paying a lot of attention, it feels like resolution for the series. But if you're paying any attention at all, which clearly the people who write the reviews on Amazon are, it's not really an ending. So that was a interesting situation. But I and I knew that going into it and I knew that when I told them to delete that last chapter. But I still just couldn't bring myself to write book five. And honestly, the publisher didn't seem that interested in doing it. They're kind of like, let's put this out and then let's have a new series from you. And so I moved on to other projects. And uh, then the box set started to sell pretty well. And I was kind of like, ooh, man, but they, uh, they're they going to wonder what happened to those other characters. And then I started to get those good review ratings. But to have a lot of the reviews, even the positive ones, start to mention, wow, this really let me down in the end. Or book four was a hard left, that kind of thing. Um, and it felt a little worse about it. And then, uh, actually, last time I was at this campsite uh, a few weeks back, this, by the way, is my favorite campsite in the world, and I love being here, um, I was wondering about some formatting that my publisher did, because they didn't uh, format those books. They were the publisher, so they did the publishing aspect of them. And there was something that I thought might be missing from the end. So I was going through the box set and... Uh, checking things and I checked the end of book three and then book four started and I just kind of like read it out of curiosity of like what was this all about and I was like oh yeah and I you know kind of got caught into the opening and I ended up reading the first I don't know 10 or 15 pages and that more than anything shocked me at the end of it I was like huh I want to keep reading this <laughs> which is Again, an objective check against this thing I'm writing right now is best and old stuff sucks. Like, maybe thing I'm writing now is best. I sure hope it is. But old stuff doesn't necessarily suck. And uh, that, more than anything, made me feel like it's a real disservice to these books that I guess don't suck. That I didn't ever bring a real close to them. That I just kind of dropped it and slapped on an ending that was actually taking off the real ending versus putting on a real one. And I kind of want to write book five. And then the rest of me says, whoa, 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 wait. We are just finishing 
book three of four in a series, and you want to not write that book so that you can write the book that you were supposed to write at the end of the last series, this is an unhealthy pattern. And there's the Dragon Bard serial that I started last summer, which the world building and concept I'm so much more excited about than I am about the Empire of Resonance. Uh, even if the books are good slash don't suck, it's still hard for me to say. Do you see what it's like to be a creative person? Um, and there's other projects like Ruin Blessed, which is a book that I started. It's actually a spinoff in the Empire of Resonance world um, with a very different setting and characters for reasons that will eventually become clear if I ever write the series. But I really love that book and the planning for it and the opening chapters that I wrote, and I want to finish it. And of course, there's all these new ideas in my brain, so it's hard for me to say, yeah, let me go back and write book five on my old series. Something about that feels really bad, and maybe that's just like what it's like to be a professional author, and sometimes you have to write the book that you're supposed to write versus the one that you just kind of want to write. Like Maybe that's being a hobby writer or somebody who's not trying to be professional or successful at it. I don't know, um, but it's put me in this weird boat always at the end of the fruit season which is where i am now i'm picking up my last load of fruit tomorrow hopefully sell it for a week and be fully dunsies and then it'll be time to go home and become a writer again which i cannot wait to do and so always at this time of year i kind of step back and reflect and be like okay so what am i gonna do with this next seven months that i have to just write and uh, it's wonderful. It feels like such a ticket to freedom and glory. <laughs> and at that moment, I'm realizing that not only does the series need a book five, but I kind of want to write it. And there's a bunch of other things that I kind of want to write or really, really want to write. And so that's where you come in, because I, I can't really choose like which one of these do I want to write more. I was surprised by the sudden appearance of I want to write book five in my life. But uh, not surprised by the existence of I want to write the next trilogy in the Tidecaller Chronicles and I want to write the trilogy of the Dragon Bard. Those things I've known for a long time and uh, I think it's just part of the struggle of I can't write fast enough slash I won't live long enough to get all of these ideas in my brain into book children form. So this is where I ask your help. I want to know what you want me to write next, which means what would you want to read next? And this might come down to what have you read so far and what are you more invested in, which is also really good feedback for me to know. So I'm definitely going to write book four of the Tidecaller Chronicles. That's not really uh, on the table, or should I say can't be taken off the table. I've got to finish this thing, and it's just good for me as a creative to finish the things that I start. <laughs> See Empire of Resonance needing a book five. Uh, but after that, hopefully that'll take me just three or four months. So I should have the other half of the year in which to write another book. And so I'm asking you, would you rather have the Dragon Bard, which if you were following along last summer, you've heard lots of, or book five of the Empire of Resonance or something new, because there are lots of cool new things that I want to write too. Obviously, you can't just tell me, but I made a I made a poll for this. I also pulled my newsletter, so I should get lots of feedback. Um, and there is a link to that in the show notes. Very simple. One question. What do you want me to write next? And there's one, two, three options. Um, I think I put a fourth option in, which has surprised me. <laughs> or maybe it's a write-in. <laughs> if you have an idea of what you want me to write that's different, <laughs> if you want me to write the next Hunger Games, put it in there. Um, 
Yeah, so I feel a little bit lost and a little bit flabbergasted at my own revelation that my old books don't suck and feel a little bit sorry to all these people who are reading this box set who are not getting a satisfying ending. So um, at the same time, I'd love to bring you something new in a world I've built that I'm excited about that doesn't feel broken in the way Empire of Resonance does and characters that I'm more excited to write. So uh, let me know. In my progress report, this is also the time of the summer when I'm really looking forward to being a writer and I'm not being much of a writer at the moment. I really haven't done anything since the last time I podcasted. Um, I still need to start Rebel of Riddle and Woe's narration. That is the last step before the very simple steps of formatting and publishing. Um, And I think that's probably going to wait until I get home. Sad face. The Alchemy of Sorrow, the anthology that I'm in, I just met with one of the authors a couple days ago. Our pre-order on that is live. Um, we're getting closer to actual release date, which is in November. But if you want to pre-order it now, um, there is a link to do that in the show notes. We're going through the narration we're having professionally narrated. It sounds amazing. And it's really fun to listen to my story and to these other stories get uh, voiced in wonderful professional ways. And then there's the pre-writing on Queen of Blood and Blasphemy, which will be my next project. The last book in this current arc of the Tidecaller Chronicles. And that one is at 13%. In my own reading, uh, I have continued to crush the Cradle series (laughs) and not be able to read A Memory of Light. Um, But finally, now I'm on book nine, Winter Steel, and the series has not, it's just shifted a little bit. This is a really intense one, and there's actually like kind of some emotional resonance as an arc that started in book one is getting wrapped up. And it's been a little bit less fun and less lighthearted to read and... That's the reason that I wasn't reading A Memory of Light. And so I find myself like not, I'm still motivated to read it, but I'm kind of taking more breaks. And I think if I had a lighter, funner thing to read, I'd probably be reading that. And that's just where I am in my life at the moment. But still a good book. And I've uh, been wandering through some other nonfiction books, one on the history of plagues and one on a brief history of Earth. And nothing's really stuck the way that Sapiens did, but uh, I might find something. Anyways, with that, I think I will get back to my day off in this beautiful campsite. I hope you let me know what you want to read from me next because it'll help me decide what I'm going to write next. Um, And in the meantime, as always, I hope that this podcast finds you well and in the company of good books. Till next time, read on. For more information on Levi Jacobs and his books, including the award-winning Tidecaller Chronicles, visit www.levijacobs.com. Or for a free audiobook, only available to podcast listeners, go to www.levijacobs.com slash free. Thanks for listening, and read on.